Since we last talked about your dating life, you sent us an email and you told me something that you didn't say before about your romantic life. Yeah, it's not something that um, that I'm always super eager to talk about, I guess. Um, I have been seeing a couple of different people in open relationships. Hey, it's Anna with more Hot Dates, our series where we're following some of you while you look for romance this summer. A couple of weeks ago, I got on the phone to catch up with Jessie. She's the 36-year-old programmer who lives in Montana. In our first conversation, she told me that she's not finding a lot of guys she clicks with on dating apps. But after we first spoke, she sent me an email to confess that she actually has been seeing a couple of men that she likes. They're just not single. One of them is married and has been for a while. And then the other is um, seeing someone for about a year now. Both men are in open relationships. They've agreed with their partners that they can date and sleep with other people. It seems really, really normal. And then all of a sudden, I'll just have like this check-in moment where it's like, what the hell? Like, what are you doing? I'm, I'm curious how this started for you. How did you meet the, the first guy who, who was in a relationship that you started meeting up with? as everyone does on Tinder. Um, Yeah, he was very clear about what his situation was and his profile, and I was a little, I don't know, I try to be open and open to possibilities, and so I was like, "Hmm, okay, maybe. Um, But that was my first experience with um, any type of more non-traditional relationship. So my, our first date was definitely like me showing up with a list of potentially invasive questions about like what his situation was because I just didn't want to be in a situation that somehow felt like I was doing something wrong or something Mm -hmm. not everybody was on board with. Thinking back to that first date, what do you remember being your, your primary questions? Like what were the things that you felt like you really needed to understand? I needed to understand if this was like an equal, um, if he and his wife were both approaching this kind of in the same way or if it was something where she was just kind of like putting up with it because it was something he wanted to do. And and just so I'm 100% clear, in the two relationships that you're in with men who, who have other partners, do their partners um, know that they're seeing you or do they know that their partners see other people and they don't talk about the details? No, they talk about it. It's um, they They know that they're seeing me and I mean, in one case, I have met and spent time with um, this guy's partner. Like, it's pretty, pretty open. I think that's been the, the surprising thing for me is that how normal it feels, how I haven't had sort of the strong emotional reactions that I thought I would. At first, uh-huh. I kept just waiting for, like, the other shoe to drop and for me to just be like, oh, no, this, this is too weird. Um, and the issues that have come up have largely been boring old relationship things and not too much about the open part. Interesting. Like what's a boring old relationship thing that's come up? Like I'm extremely punctual and (laughs) drives me nuts when people are super late all the time. Like that's something that you're going to fight about in a relationship. 
I do have some questions about your time management, Jesse, because I'm very impressed. You can <laughs> you can go on dates with people who are new. You can maintain these relationships with these guys who you have uh, different levels of history with at this point. And there's only seven days in a week. <laughs> well, it's funny. That's actually something that we talk about um, because it's pretty central to like, I I don't have an expectation that there's going to be necessarily a ton of time for me in in those relationships. Um, you know, if you have a primary partner and you work full time and you do all of these things, like, yeah, I might only see you once or twice a month or, you know, once a week or something. And that is sort of my expectation. I'm not expecting that this is going to be a person that is available every day and all the time to do things with me. Do the stakes feel the same? Uh, no. I think they it feels lower to me because there's sort of an expectation that this is what it is, right? There's no evaluation of um, permanence, I guess. When you go out on, you know, the first date with in normal situation, you're sort of evaluating like, oh, could this work long term or could this be like the person? And there is absolutely no expectation of that in these situations for me. When you think about who you're seeing on a regular basis, the dating you're doing with single men, how do you think about what it is that that, that the end goal is? What is the end goal? I think that I mean, I, I definitely want to find a partner, um, but I also think that, like, my idea of what that looks like isn't necessarily just one person for the rest of forever. I don't think about relationships necessarily that way. Um, I don't think that anyone would ever expect you to have only one friend, and I sort of approach dating in the same way. Mm-hmm. So go back and forth between, you know, is is what I'm doing now sort of hurting my cause or is this a more authentic representation of what I see um, working for me long-term, like something a little bit more flexible? And just thinking back again about, like, your reticence to talk about this when we first talked about your dating life, um, why did you email to tell us afterward that this was part of your love life? Um, I think, I think that part of what is kind of, that kind of sucks about this is that it doesn't feel like it can be part of sort of my, it doesn't feel like I can talk about this part of my life like I talk about everything else. And that kind of sucks. And I think that there probably are other people out there doing this. I mean, there obviously are. There's at least two. Um, But, like, people aren't talking about it. Another person who's seeing multiple people at once this summer is June. She's the queer 21-year-old college student. It's so funny because a year ago, I I would never have said any of this. But I, I, at this point right now, I can't see myself just committing to one person. When we talked before, June was going on lots of dates, primarily using Tinder. Now, June told me she's off the apps. 
because she's all booked up. She's regularly seeing three different guys right now. One of them I've been seeing for almost five months now. Uh, And then the other person I've been seeing for maybe three months. And then the last person I've been seeing for maybe a month. June doesn't think about any of these as casual flings. Like Jesse, she considers them relationships that just aren't bogged down by traditional ideas of monogamy. And she's had to learn how to talk about that and how to tell each of the guys she has no intention of becoming exclusive. It's become easier with each person, or sooner with each person, I guess, too. With the second person that I've been seeing for three months, um, that was, like, pretty explicit from the start because they are very openly polyamorous. And so they, like, told me that going in, like, very explicitly, and so I knew that. The other person I started seeing about a month ago Uh, we talked about it on like our second or third date, probably. (laughs) And with uh, my primary partner, maybe like a month or two in, that's when we kind of had that conversation that we did want to keep uh, seeing other people. And what does that mean, primary partner, right now? Like, what does that look like in this phase of your life? Uh, I mean, I think to me it just is, someone who it like they just make the most sense to be my main person I guess right now we are both in school and we both have a lot of similar interests we probably spend the most time together versus the other people that I'm seeing um, because they're older they're working full-time usually and we both kind of just decided on that term. So we call each other partners now. And it's kind of funny because we say like howdy partner. <laughs> like it's not <laughs> super, always super serious, you know, I mean, so there's like, you know, a certain level of commitment, but I knew that I didn't want a monogamous relationship with anyone as of right now. And I know that they also aren't looking for that either. And, and how like, how did you realize that about yourself, that that not having monogamy be a requirement was important to you? I think it came from, like, the, the feeling of heartbreak that I kept experiencing when I felt like I was committing myself to one person and I wasn't receiving the same kind of attention or love or respect back from that. And so... I think that being able to enjoy relationships with not, I guess, not committing myself then to one person, like one individual, and not putting that kind of pressure on myself or on them has been really liberating. Do you feel less vulnerable? Yes, I do. June has also been figuring out how sex works when she's seeing three people at once. The first time we talked, she told me she'd never had sex with a guy. That's changed in the last few months, too. The first time that I had sex was actually with the person that I've been seeing for three months. So not your primary partner. No, and they know that. And that was, like, also a conversation that was had. Um... So the second person that I'm seeing, uh, they 
the ones who's polyamorous, they're really, really, they're really explicit and open about being sexually active and not necessarily like looking for that, but just being open about that as being part of their lifestyle. And that really intrigued me. And so I think that in terms of differences, like they definitely brought something out in me where I was really comfortable and open with them sexually. And so um, they ended up being the first person that I had sex with. Interesting, June. How has it felt to be sexually active? I mean, it's fun. Like, it's fun. I feel like, uh, I guess, a more normal 21-year-old maybe. But I think that it just kind of has added a different dimension to a lot of my relationships. Um, And I think it's really funny to kind of look back on me, like any worries or outs or issues that I feel like I had about myself and like being a virgin. And now I'm like, none of it was a big deal. So I don't know. Have you found that since quitting Tinder, like Tinder is a thing that people look at on their phones, just like they look at other things on their phone. Did, did you miss it? Having something to look at? I think sometimes when I have a gap in my schedule, um, I like kind of think about it for a moment and I think I should go on. But it's kind of weird because I I keep Tinder on technically, even though I'm not looking. And so because it's an app and it's on my phone, it reminds me that people are liking me and people are swiping on me and that I should go look to see who they are. And that's kind of, I mean, a little part of me wants to, but I uh, also have some scheduling restraints, so. (laughs) So right now, Tinder for you is just like this like app in your back pocket that's like signs from the universe that people find you appealing. Yes, I kind of, I kind of like that. <laughs> 